Yo, today's QOD is you can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Here we go. of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. We got Jim Carrey on the show today, and he's going to encourage you to take a chance on your dream, to be who you really are, to look for the work that really lights you up. We talked about this last week with Les Brown, about how people, you know, a lot of people die on Mondays because they're going to jobs that they hate. You know, Sunday night, they're like, oh, I got to go to that job. There are so many people failing right now, doing what they don't want to do. And like Jim says here, why don't you just take a chance on really doing what you love? Because you can fail at that too, but you can also win. Jim Carrey is coming up. You are the vanguard of knowledge and consciousness, a new wave in a vast ocean of possibilities. On the other side of that door, there's a world starving for new ideas, new leadership. I've been out there for 30 years. She's a wildcat. (laughs) She'll rub up against your leg and purr until you pick her up and start petting her, and then out of nowhere, she'll swat you in the face. It can be rough out there, but that's okay, because there's soft-serve ice cream (laughs) with sprinkles. I guess that's what I'm really trying to say here today. Sometimes it's okay to eat your feelings. Now, fear is going to be a player in your life, but you get to decide how much. You can spend your whole life imagining ghosts, worrying about the pathway to the future, but all there will ever be is what's happening here and the decisions we make in this moment, which are based in either love or fear. So many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality. What we really want seems impossibly out of reach and ridiculous to expect, so we never dare to ask the universe for it. I'm saying I'm the proof that you can ask the universe for it. Please. And if it doesn't happen for you right away, it's only because the universe is so busy fulfilling my order. Party size. My father could have been a great comedian, but he didn't believe that that was possible for him. And so he made a conservative choice. Instead, he got a safe job as an accountant. And when I was 12 years old, he was let go from that safe job. And our family had to do whatever we could to survive. I learned many great lessons from my father, not the least of which was that you can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love.
It's not the only thing he taught me, though. No, I watched the effect of my father's love and humor and how it altered the world around me. And I thought, that's something to do. That's something worth my time. It wasn't long before I started acting up. You know, people would come over to the house and they'd be greeted by a seven-year-old throwing himself down a large flight of stairs. <laughs> they would say, what happened? And I would say, I don't know, let's check the replay. <laughs> I'd go back to the top of the stairs and come back down in slow motion. <laughs> It was a very strange household. <laughs> My father used to brag that I wasn't a ham, I was the whole pig. <laughs> and he treated my talent as if it was his second chance. When I was about 28, after a decade as a professional comedian, I realized one night in LA that the purpose of my life had always been to free people from concern, just like my dad. And when I realized this, I dubbed my new devotion the Church of Freedom from Concern. <laughs> the Church of FFC. And I dedicated myself to that ministry. What's yours? How will you serve the world? What do they need that your talent can provide? That's all you have to figure out. As someone who's done what you're about to go and do, I can tell you from experience, the effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. <laughs> because everything you gain in life will rot and fall apart, and all that will be left of you is what was in your heart. My choosing to free people, <clears throat> My choosing to free people from concern got me to the top of a mountain. Look where I am. Look what I get to do. Everywhere I go, this, I'm going to get emotional because when I tap into this, it really is extraordinary to me. I did something that made people present their best selves to me wherever I go. I am at the top of the mountain, and I was, and I, the, only, the only one I hadn't freed was myself, and that's when my search for identity deepened. I wondered who I'd be without my fame. Who would I be if I said things that people didn't want to hear? Or if I defied their expectations of me? What if I showed up to the party without my Mardi Gras mask and refused to flash my breasts for a handful of beads? <laughs> I'll give you a moment to wipe that image out of your mind. <laughs> but you guys are so ahead of the game. You already know who you are. And that piece, that piece that we're after, lies somewhere beyond personality, beyond the perception of others, beyond invention and disguise, even beyond effort itself. You can join the game, fight the wars, play with form all you want. But to find real peace, you have to let the armor go. Your need for acceptance can make you invisible in this world. 
Don't let anything stand in the way of the light that shines through this form. Risk being seen in all of your glory. That was Jim Carrey. You can watch today's talk on YouTube. It is called Jim Carrey at MIU commencement address at the 2014 graduation. All right. Follow me on the Instagram. I will see you tomorrow with Dr. John Demartini. I'm out. Peace. Peace.